The following contains spoilers for recent Marvel productions. We do not claim to have knowledge of future spoilers, but will gladly take full credit if such come true. We will not address any leaks, but if our speculations align, it's purely coincidence. Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan, a Marvel podcast where we try to figure out just who and what is going on on this cinematic multiverse. My name is Danny Vincent, and with me always is Tyler Borland. That's right, I'm Tyler Borland, and this week we discuss flipping a coin and it landing on the wrong side repeatedly. That's right, we're going to be talking about Moon Knight on Disney Plus, episodes three and four. Yeah. But before we do so, we got some very quick, I don't really think it's news per se, but we we got the first footage of uh, our most anticipated, we're very upfront about it, our most yeah. anticipated MCU movie that is currently on the schedule, period. <laughs> I feel like it's like, maybe for me, maybe Guardians 3, but nah, nah, I, 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 this is more exciting. Uh, and that's, of course, Thor, Love and Thunder. We got the first trailer this week, and we're going to give a very quick reaction to it. Uh, the quickest thing I could say is, looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, looks, looks looks really, really good. And from what I understand, uh, leaning, leaning much more on the source material than maybe other uh, entries into the universe have. Um, and it's it's got me really it's got me super excited and very very colorful like yeah yeah. i gotta say what i'm excited about with it is that and this is gonna sound a little contradictory because the guardians are in the trailer but you know no way home was fun um multiverse of madness looks fun and i don't i'm not counting eternals and shang chi in this because they are starters you know but yeah. I'm excited for a Marvel movie that looks to be focused mostly on its main character and his own supporting cast. If yeah. that makes sense. Like, cause to me, this mm-hmm. trailer makes it pretty clear the Guardians are probably in it only for the first 15 or 20 minutes. Like, yeah. it's, it literally ends with like, with uh, Star Wars going like, okay, bye, you know, like, and it doesn't look like the plot has even begun yet. Whereas in this trailer, we see, obviously, we see Jane, we see Valkyrie, my fave, love Val. Uh, and then Korg, if you actually see it, I don't know if you saw, uh, Meek's in the trailer very briefly too. Uh, oh. but yeah, very brief. He's in the Valkyrie shot. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and you know, I'm excited for something like that. Uh, it's been a while since we've had that for one of the older characters. Granted, kind of because of a global pandemic, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. And of course, looking forward to Taika actually writing the script this time. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping this one's not a it doesn't it doesn't feel like that. It it honestly it doesn't feel like they're trying to spin off another trilogy for Thor from this. And I really like that and I think that's a lot of respect for the character. I think Taika's got a lot of respect for for uh I have asked Chris Evans <laughs> um for uh Chris Hemsworth and just 
I mean, his returning cast. And got a lot just, of respect for Tessa Thompson, too. Sorry, we'll yeah, get into that. Yeah. But, oh, 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 Danny. Zazine. Dang. Yeah, that thing. You had to throw, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Which we, I think, like, we covered that in our news, but we, we, we were like, talking, we were saying, like, that, so there's yeah. some, some pictures out there. That's how we, we were like, yeah, it's just like, go to, go to Taika's Twitter page. <laughs> uh, I gotta watch but, this new TV show. I've heard really good things. Um, he has a pirate show on HBO Max. It's supposed to be excellent. Called Our Flag Means I Death. think, yes, yeah. I gotta yep, watch I've it. seen previews for that, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've heard really uh, good things. Anyway. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. There are there are like it with this Thor, uh, with this new Thor trailer. There are scenes that are pulled that like they are direct recreations yeah. of comic comic uh, strips, comic blocks, and uh, and I, that I it's just I'm really excited for it. Um, and the fact that Russell Crowe is going to be in this and like. I think that they're finally going to portray the Greek gods as they are instead of glorifying them. Like, also, I gotta you say, know, after I, this trailer, and even before seeing these weeks up since Moon, I'm like, okay, Moon Knight has to tie into this somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if we're having a god butcher, and this entire thing is introducing us to the Egyptian gods. They're gonna pop up at some point, maybe just briefly, but. Mm-hmm. No. I'm really hoping that we start missing like some Egyptian gods or something. I have a feeling. I have a feeling it will be the most credit scene. I have a feeling it will be the most credit yeah, scene. That gore. Christian Bale shows up. <laughs> that'd be, Christian that'd be Bale kinda... <laughs> shows up. Yeah, I feel like if that happened in a meeting, I, I feel like I will be honest. If Christian Bale is the post credit scene of Moon Knight, let's be real. It's just going to be a clip from Thor that they're going to paste at the end of Moon Knight. No way is Christian Bale going to show up on set for these guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's really good friends with Ethan Hawke. Who knows? I doubt it. Unlikely. But both Unlikely. Very, from very different <laughs> Although scenes. Although he but... and Oscar Isaac did do a movie, I believe, about the Armenian genocide. So actually, Oscar Isaac might oh. bring him in. Yeah. I've yeah. heard mixed things on the movie, but like they, they, they've worked together is the point. Gotcha. But... I will say, and then we can move on, because Bale, Bale's not in this trailer, but I think it's kind of cool, because, uh, okay, I don't know if you remember this. We, I, well, I mean, of course you remember, we covered it, but the No Way Home first trailer, everyone's like, where's the trailer, where's the trailer? And we got the first trailer, maybe three months till release, which was still close, to, like, further from release than this trailer is. But if you remember that first trailer for No Way Home, it was, like, over three minutes long. It was yeah. excessively long. This trailer, 90 seconds. We don't see gore. We only get the reveal of the actual premise of the movie at the very end. But you know what? I'll say it now. I th- and I want to say this now because who knows if our next episode is going to be Doctor Strange or Moon Knight, the finale. And once Doctor Strange comes out, I can't make this statement anymore. I think this will be the m- movie this year. Well, okay. Of the two summer Marvel movies, I don't want, because Black Panther, you know, Black Panther first, the first Black Panther made so much money. This one entirely depends on how they execute it. Yeah. Which could go either way, because I'll be honest, as we've said before, we're not really confident about it, but also, never better get with Ryan Coogler. Uh, that's one of my attitudes, yeah. too. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, I, I, think that they, I think that they should delay it, but also I've got 
I've I've got complete faith in Feige and Kugler to steer this the right way. So, yeah. but yeah. my point is, I think that Thor: Love and Thunder will make more than Multiverse of Madness. I think it appeals more to a mainstream mm. crowd that's not as caught up in the MCU. I think. Yeah. Well, you're honest here. I think be realist about the Multiverse of Madness marketing because it's pretty much we've got everything we're going to get from it. Um, unlike Spider-Man No Way Home, where you have these, you know, you had the Green Goblin, Doc Ock to lure people in as the fan service bits. We've only gotten Patrick Stewart's voice. I don't think the mainstream audience that is, you know, like people who went to go see, like, I'll put it this way. Like, Black Panther and No Way Home got in people who don't normally see Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, For different reasons, obviously. No Way Home for the nostalgia, Black Panther for the historic nature of it. Uh, And I think Ragnarok actually got in a ton of people who've never gone to Thor movies before, too. And Ragnarok's reputation has only grown over the years. And as I've said, this looks to be a very focused movie with the only guest star being the Guardians at the beginning. I think this would appeal more to people like my parents. You get what I mean? That's what I'm remembering. Mm, like, people who are yeah. casual Marvel fans going like, oh, the number Ragnarok movie with, it's just about four? Okay, hey, cool. You know? Uh, so that's why I think we'll make more money. I just want to have that on the record. Because once Doctor Strange comes out, it's not really something brave to say, you know, because we'll have numbers for it. Yeah, so, true. Uh, do you agree true. with me or disagree? We, want, we need um, a box office challenge. It's just which one's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need I, to give a number on it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. I, I, I don't know. Multiverse of Madness is coming out when schools are still in session. So, I mean, like, I think Thor 4 is, I think Thor will thrive because school won't be in session at that time. And, uh, it, it just makes things so much more manageable. Whereas coming out at the beginning of May, you've got graduations. You've got, you know, re, uh, reunions thing, that and helps everything the legs, else. Though. That helps the legs, though. If you think about yeah. it. Yeah. But then also, though, also, I point out that there's literally nothing coming out in May besides Top Gun. So it, it yeah. would have good legs anyway, like the Batman did, because nothing came True. out in March. Uh, but yeah, I go. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that Thor four will outperform No Way Home? No, at the, bo- no. At the box office. I don't, do you yeah. know how much No Way Home made? It's the third largest yeah. movie in history. It's not gonna. No, I, I know that. It's I not know, gonna. I know. No, nothing. Nothing's gonna outdo No Way Home for a while now. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay, actually, that's not true. I think. Hot take. Even if it's cool to hit on it, and uh, I not I haven't seen it since 2010. I the I say don't bet against Ryan Coogler and quality. You should never bet against James Cameron in box office gross. Never. Avatar uh, 2? Avatar 2 is far, yeah, into as far yeah. as we know, that Avatar 2 trailer is going to be one of the most mind-blowing things we ever see. Like, you know what? Like, we cannot... Well, you can't bet against James Cameron. He proved people wrong so many times box office-wise. Yeah. I think if anything's going to overtake Spider-Man this year, it's going to be Avatar 2. And I'm talking domestically. I think overseas, 100%, Avatar 2 is going to be huge. Avatar 2 is going to be the biggest movie since Endgame overseas. It might do more than Endgame. That's mm. how big Avatar is overseas. Um, yeah. But to, in the US, I don't know. I don't know how much. I, it's a big wild card, but obviously it is going to make money. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. It's going to make some money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. So yeah, we can move on to our actual topic. Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Moon Knight. Um, episode 2. Start at uh, the- actually, episode 3. <laughs> episode 4. <laughs> 
starting out with uh, general thoughts. Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. So I watched this today. Um, my main takeaway from it was I just watched 100 minutes of TV. Granted, a little less because those 104 minutes total include the credits. But, and I didn't feel like anything happened till the last 10 minutes of what I watched. I didn't mm-hmm. think anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and those last 10 minutes were great. I've, I will 100%. I don't know what you thought of those last 10 minutes. Well, I'm sure we'll get into it. I, I felt like those last 10 minutes of episode four was like, oh, okay. So now we are four episodes into our six episode series and the story is actually like here. Like, <laughs> um, but I really liked that aspect. I do think there's good moments here and there, mostly due to, um, you know who, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> He's great. I do want to talk more about Ethan Hawke this week, even though I don't actually think there's much to talk about within these episodes. I think within the structure of the story, there's something is there's something there. Um, I don't know. Like my other takeaway is it's very clear. This show is trying to go for an Indiana Jones, the mummy vibe. Yeah. But I find those segments to be just so poorly executed and boring that yes. I am trying not to look at my phone. But I, I literally, I, I, I'll be honest. I was watching. I literally don't know what happened in the scene. I was paying attention, but it was just like pure drivel coming out. You know, it was nothing. Yep. It was nothing. But yeah. Yeah. I, I 100% agree that the last 10 minutes of episode four are the best between the two. Um, is it worth watching? Like, do I think, oh, it's totally worth watching episode all of episode three and four to get to that point? No. I do think there is one good scene in episode three, and I'll get to that later, but go on. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you'll have to remind me because I watched episode three last week. The thing about this show is, like, I've I've not been necessarily, like, excited, you know, like, looking forward like I was with Loki, WandaVision, and even Hawkeye. Um, and this is that co- that flip of the coin that I was talking about uh, that the Marvel Disney Plus shows have kind of become for me. Is it's it's kind of a flip the coin and oh yeah, if they're if they're good, they're great. And if they're not, they're kind of they're kind of like, well, we're well, here. Was Hawkeye great? Sorry, that's 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 why I'm giving you that. Well, look. I'm giving you a look. What, I, what I'm I, saying is like Hawkeye was acceptable. But Hawkeye I, was acceptable. I want to point out that Hawkeye, I, I, and maybe I'm reading you wrong, but this is my vibe I got from mm-hmm. Hawkeye the whole time. The reason you were excited about Hawkeye was they were dangling the carrot of the kingpin being there the whole time. It had yeah. nothing to do with the actual show. It had nothing to do with the actual storytelling about it. It was like, is kingpin going to show up? Is kingpin going to show up? Oh, he's here, but he did nothing. So to me, I think Moon Knight is at least marginally better than that because at the end of episode four, I'm not really excited. Like I'm not excited for the, I'm, I'm excited for where the story might go at the end of episode four. The issue is it took me four episodes to get to that point. Yeah. I, the thing with Hawkeye is I like, like I re- I liked the dynamics between, between different characters. I liked that. I felt I was actually in the, the world that they've created with the MCU. Whereas this, it does not feel like a Marvel. It doesn't feel like we're in the MCU. Um, uh, Moon Knight doesn't. Okay. And 
it doesn't necessarily have like not everything has to be the same you know what like it doesn't have to be the same formula but i i feel like someone made a really well budgeted fan video of Oscar uh, character I, with Oscar <laughs> Isaac in it, I guess. I oh, I thought I was saying like Oscar Isaac Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac made the video. Yeah, no, I, I meant like like people who are on Twitter are like, oh man, Oscar Isaac, he's so hot. And this is just a four hour version of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I'm 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 super lost and the. I don't think the storytelling is that great. It's nothing marvelous. Um, not no pun intended. Um, really? Think part no way is that no pun. You said marvelous. <laughs> I know. I did. <laughs> no way was that not intended. I call it complete. It. It's a. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was on my phone a lot for episode four, and I I just yep, I'm not I'm not not digging. But you know what's a show it's that just... I can dig? Letterkenny. I started watching Letterkenny. We're not okay. No, we're not seven. talking Letterkenny. <laughs> I haven't seen it. We're not talking. We gotta talk about Moon Knight. We just talked about Thor for ten minutes. We gotta talk about Moon Knight. Um, okay. All right. So we're just gonna go straight into digging again. Um. So, obvious, best part of the show, Tyler, you better give me Oscar Isaac. Like, objectively. It feels like, in a sense to me, that at the end of this, when we do our, like, at the end of the series, when we do our MVPs, we should do, like, how, you know, at our award show last year, we had a rule where we, we were like, you can't name best performance in the movie Tom Hardy, because Tom Hardy will win every single time we put him up. That's how I feel I mean, about yeah. Oscar Isaac here. Because he is, he's the person who's getting to have so much fun here. It does, honestly, yeah. in a sense, this was... The, Episode three is the one where I finally was like, okay, I see what critics were saying by saying it's his venom. Uh, 100%. Uh, because, let's see, yeah, the, be- yeah. the best scene in that episode, which is somehow also the one of the worst scenes of the episode, because I can't tell. It feels like something where Oscar Isaac is just ignoring the direction, because everyone else in that scene who's being a conduit for their god is just being their god. Oscar Isaac is like switching back from being the god to being uh, uh, Mark, like constantly, yeah. even though it's not how and it's supposed to work. But it's and, like it's, it's he's, so enjoyable to watch. <laughs> but when he when he switches to the god, he's screaming at the camera, <laughs> and I'm like, no one else is screaming, well, and they don't give any commentary. See, that's that's the thing is like I feel like. In a way, I guess it's bad, but it's like it's like how I guess Venom is bad, but Tom Hardy is so devoted to being entertained that I can't call it bad. That's how I feel about Oscar Isaac. That's what I'm saying. I think Oscar three doesn't. I think that's a good scene. And it's entirely because of Oscar Isaac going full ham and Ethan Hawke just being kind of confused by it. Because <laughs> I love the because yeah, I was a little bored for the rest of it, that episode too. But as soon as it happened, I was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> I see what you're putting down, Oscar. I gotta watch that. <laughs> looks looks up from phone. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I yeah, it was um. I don't know. I I enjoyed that scene a lot. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed Oscar Isaac. I also the last ten minutes. What? Then when I got both of them back to back, like great. Also, I think Stephen is way more tolerable in these episodes. I'll give him that. Give it that. Uh, being away he from Stephen makes him way tolerable. St- 
Steven is way more tolerable, but when he came back, I was like, dang it, Steven, why are you here? <laughs> it's like, it's like that, that, uh, I don't know. I think I they, don't put, know. they actually put in a pretty organic yeah. way to make him seem necessary in the sense that he's a scholar. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a goofy guy, but he's still a scholar. Like, and it's it kind of, I like, I think there's a story in this in this show but i think they're going about the wrong way of telling it well i I think they they have (laughs) they have the like they have the egyptian mythology there and they have a character who is well versed in the history and like why not make steven be an archaeologist and he happened to stumble upon what, guess what? The tomb of Alexander the Great, and I don't know. Eventually, I don't, know. I don't, some, I don't like. Get, I, I like Stephen being competent. Like, it's an important like, yeah, distinction, and also that is what gives us the Tom Hardy esque because there is yeah. an idiot performance. There's this weird country performance. There's just Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac. You know, like we get this big variety of performances within Oscar Isaac. I don't know. To me, the issue is just so clear to me that it's not even the story. Like. You could tell this exact story in two hours or two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. The first time it felt like anything happened in these episodes, I already said, was the last 10 minutes. Everything else was like, you got to go here to do this, to do this, to do this. And it was like, okay, so fetch quest. And I'm okay with getting an Indiana Jones or Mummy type show, but this isn't entertaining. <laughs> like, I'll be like, nope. it's, it's just the most basic clues. It's like, whoop, we found Alexander the Great. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I do want to give someone a compliment here, though. This is actually what I was leaning to about Oscar Isaac. Is I'm, again, I don't think the writing is there. But I'm really impressed with this May, I think May Kalamawi actress. Uh, she plays Layla. I think she's. Layla? Yeah, Layla. I think she's really I th- good. I think she's doing really good, too. Yeah. She, she gets, she really is. The thing that makes us most feel actually, because it's so trying, it's 100% trying to be Indiana Jones. It's the thing that gets me closest to feeling like Indiana Jones, because she's Marion. She's just Marion from Indiana Jones. You know what mm. I mean? Like, and it's great. Like, it's entertaining. She's got a great rapport with both Oscar Isaacs. Uh, and she is acting really well in the dramatic scene she's given. It's just that it's just so plot blocky, too. You know, it's like, yeah. we gotta fill out these episodes, so we're gonna slowly eke out that he was there when you're dad died it's just like eh. yeah i don't know i don't have anything else to talk about what about <laughs> oh, i got more stuff i got more stuff I, I feel like i feel like i want to correct myself from last time we talked about ethan hawk too in the sense where you know i was complaining that he was kind of just playing a villain i still feel like he's just way below his talent but i did realize something mm-hmm. this is the first one of these shows that actually has a villain throughout the whole run of the show. And in that sense, eh, like, like, if I'm giving it, like, beginner's points, you know what I mean? Like, I can, if I'm cut, trying to cut it some slack for being the first one of these, I can give it a little bit of slack. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's mostly due to just being Ethan Hawke, but, like, let's, like, I'm talking about these last ten minutes, but, like, when Ethan Hawke showed up in the last ten minutes of episode four, I was like, ah, yeah, that's why you got Ethan Hawke, you know what I mean? Like, he plays that type of role great, and like the duality of that role is good. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. It's just the action here is whatever. Kanshu, who cares? Yeah, Kanshu's been gone since episode three. Was I got. It? I gotta say, also, I felt like so much. So I hope episode five doesn't disappoint. The reason I said is because I feel like I ended episode three, and it's him, he goes, "You guys have to go save me." So I immediately thought that the next episode was going to be, especially when the next episode opens with a shot of them putting him in like a vault of gods. I immediately thought the next episode was going to be uh, like a heist episode where they try to break him out of the Great Pyramid. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it wasn't. And I was just like, like serious, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. They just kind of, I don't know. Like episode four is they just happened to run around this multi-level, this vast multi-level ancient structure, and they know their way around the whole place. And at a, it's, yeah, it. The writing, the writing's bad. I'll, I think, I think I'm most frustrated with they don't seem to, the writing doesn't seem to pick a lane. Like, they want to be this big action pace, uncharted video game, not movie. Um, uncharted, uh, Indiana Jones, um, the mummy. The mummy, it, like when they when they're trying to do that, but then they're also trying to do other other things like be a mystery, but then also do this vin- like not venomous, but like split personality thing that they're not explaining. And then they're also trying well, to be. They don't need to. Ex- I don't think they need to explain it. But go on. Sorry, I don't think they need to explain uh, well, how to split personality thing. You know what I mean? I just, yeah, I just think that it, it's poorly executed. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 I, I, it just leaves, it leaves a lot wanting. And the show is yeah. at its best to me. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird paradox because I hate the archaeology scene. I think they're so boring. Yeah. But yet the scenes where it's just Layla and Mark, I'm like, this work, like, where they're talking about what they're going to do. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. But then when they actually do it, I'm just so bored. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but when it's like they're talking on the boat, it's like, oh, this is a cool dynamic, or like, you, you, or even like, I didn't care at all about their drama, but like when she's talking to Mark about uh, him being there when her dad died, that's great. Like, I'm I'm riveted by that, uh, and it's mostly due to the actors, though. It has nothing to do with what I'm watching. Yep, yep. Which is a oh. weird situation uh, feeling to have. You know, when I don't Steven- think Stephen. When Steven kisses Layla, I was like, okay, okay, really? Like, this is weird. I, I thought I, it was supposed was like, to be funny, but then she was into it, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was very weird, and I think she, I like, I don't, I don't, like I said, they're not doing the split personality thing the right way. Um, you have your characters commit as to whether or not, like, if Layla believes it, then she believes that you know both Mark and Steven are a thing. If she doesn't believe, believe it and thinks that Mark is just pulling the wool over her eyes at some elaborate joke, then she believes it. You I know, think like, I think she believes it now, though. I think definitely by the end of the third episode, she believes it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say by the way, we do need to give credit to this guy, even though it is 
was a much smaller role than I thought it was going to be. Um, but c'est la vie, no pun intended, because that's a French expression. I explained that way too much. Uh, <laughs> Gaspar Julio, uh, this was his final role. He plays the rich guy in episode three. He did fine. It feels definitely like the type of thing that was meant to set up. Because uh, it's like a character from the comics who's a villain. It feels mm-hmm. like something that's meant to set up like... It's kind of like Andy Circus being an Age of Ultron. Um, but, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the guy who has the uh, the I'll sarcophagus. Say, yeah, the thing that... The, the thing sarcophagus? That, the thing that has the map like, to the place that, you know, it doesn't... Like, <laughs> none of it all matter. Okay, go on. Sorry, yeah. Rise of Skywalker! Um, <laughs> another Iskar Isaac great. Anyways, um... Yeah, I think he, like, having him... It, it's almost like having him having the collection of superhero, like, items, artifacts, or villain artifacts. You know, kind of like uh, from Amazing Spider-Man 2, where they've got the basement of villain origins, you know? Um, I Yeah, I think that would actually be... <laughs> What? I, 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 just always, I always like, I, man, those Angel Garfield Spider movies, what a mess. <laughs> well, basically, the, prem- the premise of Amazing Spider Man 2 was our villains, our villain is going to be motivated to create his own, like, his own, he's going to create the city's own terrorist and. And none of these them. characters will have like, personal attachments to Spider-Man once they show up. They're nope, just going to be random they, people wearing the, the clothes. <laughs> it exactly. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But yeah. So what was I? So what was, oh no, that w- that would be kind of cool. Like if that's where uh, Kit Harrington's uh, character. I can't think. of... Is it Dwayne? I don't know. Black Knight, I'll just call it Black that, Knight. That's Basically, that's like what... it, it would be cool if like that guy had a collection of different artifacts, and you know that's where the Midnight Suns can go back to, like you know, for a reference for different things. I don't know. I think building up on the mythos, uh, but I will say I do think Episode Three has one good moment of action, and that's when Moon Knight gets stabbed. And well, it's Steven. He's like, "Oh, come back, Mark." Yeah, <laughs> that's a good yeah. bit. Good bit. Um, but uh, like, how, how have you been? Have you been into the actual like Moon Knight act, like fighting combat? I've, I liked it. I've in not episode been two. in episode two. I thought it was fine. Episode two, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I liked that's the a good bit point. in this one where he jumped off of something and he like escaped through the cool thing. Yeah, probably about it. I thought well, Layla's action was better, honestly, and she didn't have much. You mm-hmm. know, um, I think the suit is still cool. It's a really cool suit, but like, I think that Mark needs to talk with Anubis in the next episode, and he needs to trade Stephen's life for his, and then we get rid of Stephen, and all uh, is well. More likely, Mark. I'll be honest. It's more likely Mark dies, and we get Oscar going. Hey, like, what are you doing here? That's not his accent at all. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. It's completely different area of uh, England. That <laughs> I I thought it was more a little. It was a little more Bostony, but 
No, my Boston accent while I did the party. Mark Wild. Oh. Don't be a rat. No yeah. rats. Scorsese <laughs> hates Marvel. Can't do those Marvel movies. Marvel. Let's just give Scorsese. I'm going to look to see if there are any Marvel heroes or villains that are rodents. Heroes. Uh, I was going to say Scorsese. Uh, Wait, there's Scorsese. Scorsese does like one Marvel movie. You know that, right? Scorsese's on the record for praising one Marvel movie. You know which one? Um. I don't know. Hollywood movies like this is not my Scorsese. I can't do it. Anymore. Hollywood movies like Spider Man, Sam Raimi's films. I love like them actually, and I'm really glad that was a big success. It's a quote from Martin Scorsese. He loves the Spider Man Raimi movies. Which, to be honest, if you don't like the Spider Man Raimi movies, you're canceled. <laughs> Well, Tyler's been canceled. No, I'm joking. You like that. Uh, Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I do. Um, So there's Lady Vermin and Southside and Warcraft. We're not not giving Scorsese. And Rodan. Scorsese's too good for that. We're not going to do this. (laughs) No, we need to have Scorsese can do a a, uh, film about. Ratso, who is actually in a Thor comic. So can we just can we just have Scorsese work of Oscar? Come on, Oscar Isaac needs to be in a Scorsese. Movie. I don't believe he has been. I don't know if Ratso and Moon Knight cross over though. I don't know if we can do that. Just saying, he can just be a Scorsese film. <laughs> Unusual features, frog. What does that even hey, mean? If you don't stop this, bit, I'm going to make you watch the card counter. I can guarantee you you're going to be annoyed at the card counter. Okay, what? What, I, what are I we talking about? I don't know, but I want to I so, stop the Scorsese bit. Right now, I'm, I'm in just, season seven of Letterkenny. No, yeah. we're not talking about that either. We're talking Moon Knight. Oh, yeah, I watched that this week. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in such shock right now. <laughs> oh. Wow, Danny. Hey, you know what? I should have you as a guest on this podcast that I co-host. <laughs> just so the listeners know, Danny is just staring at the camera right now. Oh. Alright. Well, we can what talk about you... other Marvel news. What? What? What are we going to talk about that has nothing what has to do with Moon Knight? Go ahead. The score? I was just going to say fine, what do fine, you think whatever. about the score? Still yeah, fine, that's pretty whatever. much what I was going to say. What about that post-credit scene? There isn't one. There wasn't. I, one. I nope. do like the use of like I think it's Egyptian pop music. I think that's good. Yeah, just don't like the show. Should have been a team up show with someone else from the Midnight Suns. It should have been a movie. Let's be real. It, it should have been a movie. <laughs> that it's a could... team up. A team up movie. It doesn't need to be a team up. Movie. We cut. We cut this. This. Look, if we cut everything we just watched, yeah, down to maybe an hour and twenty minutes, and we just watched four hours of TV, so that's a lot of cutting. That is, this would be watchable. You could, you could do it. I've, I watched. You don't even a, need like. You don't even need the third episode. You can literally have the third episode. Yeah. Just have that meeting with the gods and be like, "All right, we're getting rid of you." Do <laughs> you even you. need the? Do you even need the first episode? You can cut it down to maybe twenty minutes, you know. Oh yeah, the last, the last little bit, maybe. 
maybe start it where he was like he like was supposed to go on that date and then missed it. I had start date. there. I had a date. I had a date. Um, and tear. Alright. We need done talking about Moon Knight. There are some other quick Marvel things we can talk about. Mainly my only reason that I like Marvel got delayed eight months. No! I don't even know I don't even know what you just said. Oh, you talked about Spider-Verse, right? Spider-Verse got delayed from October to June of 2023. I'm telling you, it's because they were going to have Morbius in that film, and then they saw how poorly that film So they were going to reanimate the whole movie to remove him. So now they're going to reanimate the whole film, yep, and that's why it got delayed. And they can reanimate in a whole in a whole year. They can. Trust me. No, they can. They can. You know, Toy Story Two has been in ten months. Really? I have no that idea. Story? All right, all right. Let's get. To I haven't. Movie. Let's do what I do on one of my other podcasts. And by one of my other podcasts, I mean my only other podcast. Uh, and go to Wikipedia Corner with Danny Vincent, which is a segment that is not called that on that podcast. I just go. I'm reading Wikipedia right now. Um, You've literally started that segment on this podcast. <laughs> So, in November of 1997, uh, Disney executives... Oh, I I, I over-exaggerated. Sorry. Um, Disney executives viewed the story reels at a screen room of pics. The the original uh, people on (sighs) Toy Story 2 were just um, like a direct-to-video studio, okay? So... They screened the, the story reels at a screen room at Pixar. The Disney executives were like, wow, this is fantastic. Let's put it in theaters. Uh, so then uh, the creative staff decided to watch the movie after a Bugs Life premiered and see what was going on with it. They were like, oh, yeah, this isn't good. We got to rewrite the whole thing. Disney was like, all right, but well, we're not changing the release date. So, uh, yeah, uh, they remade the whole movie in nine months. Toy Story 2. Now, the characters like Jesse, like, all those characters, the models existed. So it's not like they redesigned new characters, but they did indeed redo the entire film uh, in nine months. (laughs) They did. Was that one completely digital? What do you what do you mean? There's no hand drawn animation in the Toy Story movies. Is that what you mean? I'm confused. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 it's digital, yeah. I was thinking, aren't all Pixar films, they've always been digital? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, Moon Knight kind of feels like, what if uh, the the Norse gods were the Egyptian gods instead? And here. Just wait, they're gonna resurrect Apocalypse in episode 5. Just wait. Next week. Uh, we're, not, we're not recording next week. Oscar Isaac's gonna be like, right. oh, I've All been right. here before. Was there any other, any other Marvel news we can talk about briefly? I don't know. There was a there was a Miss Marvel poster. There was I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Morbius is bombing. I've not heard. Uh, we don't know when when Tyler's gonna see it. So, but we haven't reached our month deadline to have to pay you back, guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I just sound like I'm at, <laughs> I sound like I'm in like the mafia. Like I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting, I'll get the money. <laughs> I already spent it on my, I already spent it on the four posters in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, did you 
Did you ever figure out anything about the NFT? Oh, I never claimed it. Um, oh. of, well, I didn't claim it because it was like, uh, you have to register for a site. We're going to mail you stuff all the time. I'm just like, oh, nope, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't need to be on a mailing list for NFTs. That's that's fine by me. I'm good. Um, yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I had some news. Marvel news. I don't know. Oh, I'm seeing a. I don't know. I'll say I'm seeing a. Hopefully, seeing Doctor Strange at a cool movie theater. But I'm sure I'll mention that when I we do our Doctor Strange episode. It's not really news. I don't know. Uh, Paul Bettany is teasing stuff with WandaVision. What is he again? It says nine hours ago. Not again. I mean, let's be real. Would, would any of us be surprised if he shows up in uh, Doctor Strange, considering oh, what Doctor of- Strange is about? Like, he's probably. The, I haven't seen any rumors or anything. I mean, yeah. uh, like, because there's rumors out there forever. I haven't seen any rumors about Paul Bettany. But like, if Paul Bettany was in Doctor Strange two, would, we wouldn't be surprised. Like, it. He's probably the most logical unannounced character to show up in one of the multiverses. You know, that's just yeah. my opinion. There is an episode four deleted scene that was revealed for Moon Knight, and uh, it was inadvertently revealed by author Christine Din. Um, and let's see. It says, Din described a moment when Harrow's followers become pre- hesitant to persist forward, um, talks about a possible cave-in, and then Harrow uh, speaks to everyone. And they uncover the entrance to uh, Amit's tomb, but the crew is hesitant to go forward. And let's see here, because I'm trying to just summarize. Uh, He speaks to them, reunifies them. He presses every moment they lose. Another unworthy being is able to harm another innocent soul. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. When he reaches Amit, he will kneel before her and say gave the, divi- the say gave the deity is all. That's weird. With speed and devotion in the whole of his heart, Harrow takes up a torch and enters the tomb. Slowly, his disciples follow one by one. Oh, I mean, that's cool, whatever, but it didn't really uh, it just sounds more do boring stuff. Boring. Yeah, I, I was boring. like, that didn't. It didn't really do any. Didn't really do anything. Nope. All right. Well, let's 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 be done. Yes. Uh, all right. Join us next time where we might talk about Moon Knight. We might talk about Doctor Strange. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about Doctor Knight and Moon Strange. Strange the mul- Moon and the mul- the the multi moon multiverse of Canada. multiverse of moonness. Multiverse of Moonness. The yeah, Mooniverse like of Nightness. <laughs> I like that one. Starring Bruce Campbell. My wife. Bruce Campbell's your wife. No, I want Borat to be in Multiverse. This is my last bet. Multiverse bet is going to have Borat join the MCU. <laughs> Can Deadpool <laughs> kill him? No. <laughs> Borat would kill Deadpool. Let's be real here. Bet, dead, but Deadpool. Deadpool can't die unless. 
I mean, Deadpool 2 showed us that there is a possible way, but but if right. Deadpool's powers are taken away, is Deadpool still Deadpool? Okay, we need to be done. Uh, or is he just Ryan <laughs> we need to be done. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yep, I think that's going to wrap it up. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one, as the kids are saying nowadays. And as you're about to say in our outro. Bye. Oh, thank you, Joe Schremer, for editing oh, this yeah, episode. Thanks, Joe. We always forget it. We love you. I hope you're not dead still. Okay, bye. What? (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Why Is with Ty and Dan. We can be found on various podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and on our website, whyiswithtydan.buzzsprout.com. You can also contact us by email at whyiswithtydan at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at whyiswithtyan1, because I'm number one. You can also follow me, Danny Vincent, on Letterboxd at BlankMints for reviews of movies, including those not in the MCU. So we'll see you next week. We'll catch you in the next one.